You are welcome to Victory Night. Today is the last Victory Night service in this year, but definitely not the last in our lifetime. Because every day of our lives, we shall continue to have Victory Nights. In the name of Jesus. I said every day of our lives. That means not every once in a month. Every, that's prophetic. Every day of our lives, we shall continue to have victory nights. We shall continue to have victory nights. In the name of Jesus. So I rejoice with every one of us for making it to this time. And God that has brought us this far will take us to the new year in peace. In the name of Jesus. Alright, I share briefly again tonight by God's grace. All things are new, unveiling the riches of redemption. And just to look again at some of the things that make our Christianity beautiful. Praise the Lord. One man of God was saying yesterday that Christianity is a big deal. (laughs) Jesus paid for it. That's the biggest deal that any man can celebrate. Jesus came, like we were told yesterday, to give us life and life more abundantly. And we celebrate that and that is the biggest deal any other deal comes behind it, if at all it's existing. That's the biggest deal. And so we have to celebrate it. Amen? That's what makes our life colorful and beautiful. Redemption is what makes our life colorful and beautiful. So I rejoice with you. For those of us that are born again, we are in for the best of times. I can tell you, you have not seen the best of God. The year 2017, you will yet see greater days. Can I hear it louder? Amen. Amen. Now, we have a new life, like we are told yesterday. What a beautiful, in fact, I was telling my wife that um, I don't know why Pastor Abraham stopped preaching yesterday. Because um, everything about that service, if you were not there, I don't know. You missed, that's the truth. I don't know how to lie. This is God's altar. <laughs> if you were not in that service, you missed. You missed where, where. I don't know if it, is, it was recorded. You can see pastor for the note. <laughs> if he will be kind enough to give you. But you missed. This is altar. I will tell you the truth. Praise the Lord. Bless time. Bless time. As if I've never read the Bible before in my life. Colorful, glorious, painted the coming of Christ. Man, that's the biggest deal, sir. If you are not born again, you are missing. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are missing. You don't know what you are missing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We have a new reality. New lifestyle. Redemption has brought us a new way of living. And and you see, Paul was saying that we need to continually admonish ourselves and bring this to our remembrance every time. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 6. Let's read that, that scripture. If thou 
put the brethren in remembrance of these things. Thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. You put, we put ourselves in remembrance that this is the biggest deed. Praise the Lord. We have a new way of living, a new life. A new life. Second Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always, not sometimes, always, always, that the biggest deed. Is this new life that Jesus has given us. For God so loved the world that he gave. And we are celebrating Christmas around this time. Not Xmas. It is not unknown. Praise the Lord. Nobody was doing one logarithmic, arithmetic, or is it geometry somewhere, and they put X. <laughs> and then somebody corrected him. Sir, <laughs> this one is not correct, oh. We know this one we are celebrating. It's not Xmas. It's the one that Christ brought. Amen? And there is nothing bad about it. Everything about it is good. And you will see the good in your life. In the name of Jesus. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them. So you see, even though we know it, we are expected to continually reaffirm it. Keep reaffirming it. Keep saying it until it becomes our lifestyle. Amen? Amen? And be established in the present truth. Verse 13. Yea, I think it me. That means I think it important as long as I am in this tabernacle, to steer you all by putting you in remembrance. To steer you all. To steer you up means to strike a chord in you that will propel an action. Praise the Lord. Christianity is not dormant. It is lively and alive. That's why we call it a lively hope. A living hope. We are not hopeless. Praise the Lord. So what is it, like we have said, and I was sharing this a little last time I was here, what is it that makes our redemption colorful? Number one is the righteousness that Christ has given to us. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21, For he hath made him to be seen for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We have been made righteous when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. But righteousness does not stop there. It is not just what we have been made. It is what we do with what we have been made. Praise the Lord. So it does not make us irresponsible. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. So righteousness that we have been given is imputed at redemption, but we have a responsibility to do it. That means we need to find out what are the things expected of us. Praise the Lord. Number two, by redemption, we are to live by faith. 
We are to live by faith. Romans 14, 23, whatever is not done in faith is sin. Praise the Lord. Whatever is not done in faith is sin. So when the word says, give God thanks and praise, and you, you discover you don't have any reason to thank God. Amen? But you are doing it because everybody is doing it. Then there is no faith there. You are not doing it because you believe it. You are doing it because everybody is doing it. Now, I have always told my people in intercession that, you see, the things that people call sin are not really the things that God is calling sin. Uh, and I gave a few examples. One clear example is this. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Means it is a bad thing to not give thanks unto the Lord. So to not give thanks unto the Lord is a sin. <laughs> and somebody is wondering, why is God not answering me? Well, you are committing sin. And God's eyes cannot be old sin. I see, very clear. Very clear. Amen? Now, that shall bring all the tithes to my storehouse. And somebody said, no, 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 I'm giving offering. So what is the reason for tithe? Okay. Since you are now making your own laws, that's a sin. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then you agree with somebody on a business discussion. And then, brother, not, not unbeliever, brother, you are the first person to, it doesn't matter, you know, I have to, you know, God understand. <laughs> God doesn't understand. The integrity of the upright shall preserve him. These are the things. It is a good thing. Whatever scripture has said is a good thing. So, not obeying scripture. You know, Pastor Leslie, we always tell us that if you are not obedient, <laughs> if you are not obedient, you are committing a blunder. We always say it. How many of you hear it? You hear it? <laughs> so, disobedience is sin. Sin, Bible calls it sin of disobedience. So, when pastor says it is time to fast and pray, and you go about making your own laws, and you are a member of this church, that's a sin. I'm saying it by the Holy Spirit now. Every time an instruction comes from this altar, and you are not obedient to it, it's a sin. Hear me very well. I'm serious. Hello? <laughs> you know, I read one scripture here now. It said, if you put the brethren in remembrance of this word, amen, that you save both them that hear you and yourself. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 14. Every instruction that comes from this altar and you claim to be a part of this church and it doesn't move you, it's a sin. <laughs> we are going to 2017. It's not a year to be toyed with. Now, I know, I know, this last seven days fasting and prayer, there are members of this church that didn't do it. One hour. I know. I have the Spirit of God. 
<laughs> amen? Yes, the amen is cold. I must be doing something right. Praise the Lord. Some people will not eat biryani tonight. Every instruction that comes from this altar next year and you ignore, you put yourself to risk. Because it's going to be a year <laughs> that only those that live by faith shall escape. Now, we labor day and night to hear from God to bring it. And the people will not fast. They will not pray. Come for 4 o'clock prayer meeting. Let's pray together. It won't come. It doesn't matter. It's, and it's not that you are doing any other thing. It, you just don't value it. If you not value the things of God, God will not value you. He said, return unto me, and I will return unto you. So you have your part first. That's the lifestyle of faith. That I am entirely responsible for whatever will happen in my life. Not God. Me. And whatever I will do to make that happen, I will find out from his word and from his servants when they speak from the altar. Amen? Praise the Lord. Whatever you hear from here and it doesn't move you, that's the sin. So watch it. Watch it. Hello? Are you with me tonight? For those that you know that didn't come and didn't fast or have not been fasting, somebody say, I have an ulcer. <laughs> Sister Pierre was sharing with us at his session that, Pastor, I used to have ulcer. But I determined to fast this one. And the ulcer cleared off. Amen? If it will move you, how do you expect God to move? I have said, until you move, God has nothing to move. Praise the Lord. Until you move, God has nothing to move. The life we live now, we live by faith in Christ, who gave his life for us. Now, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, Hebrews 10 38, Romans 1 17, Galatians 3 11, the righteous which is the just shall live by his faith. Faith in what? Faith in whatever God has said. Number three. <laughs> by redemption, we are to refuse philosophies and traditions of men. And what a testimony Pastor Dennis here to validate this one. So, the doctors discharged him to save their job, not to save his life. Doctor. Hello? Praise the Lord. <laughs> the doctors discharged him. Did you hear the testimony? To save their jobs, not to save his life. <laughs> Amen? It's just like a doctor telling somebody, you know, you have two days to live. You know what is wrong with you, stamina, but use these drugs. Okay, okay, let's think about it. Somebody has two days to live, and you are giving him drug. For what now? To help him die? Tell your neighbor, market. Tell your neighbor, market. Hey, 
there is one pharmaceutical company that asked him to recommend that drugs. He's making his own profit. The doctor discharged him. Man, that testimony is still ringing me. The doctor discharged him to go and die, not to save, to save his job, not to save him. Ha, doctor. Praise the Lord. God will help our doctors. I know we are very good believing doctors, so they will never do that. Amen? So we need to be praying for doctors. Not to save their, to be truthful at all times because they are dealing with life. They distract, there was no counsel. Just go and die. <laughs> Since I'm still going to have this job, you go and die. Go. And God saved him. God will save you. Every contrary word or contrary report that you have received from the hospital, I don't care who this person is, the same God that saved that man of God 30 years ago. Now, hear this. When we were praying there a few moments ago, the scripture came that God who delivered us from death, of whom we are persuaded that he will yet deliver. That was the prayer we were praying there. I never knew his testimony. I never knew. He has never shared it with me before in life. But that's what the Holy Ghost said there. So whatever they have given you as a report, <laughs> today God shall turn it around. The same mighty hand that came upon him and delivered him is coming upon you today. In the name of Jesus, the just shall live by faith. The just, the redeemed, shall refuse philosophies and traditions of men. Be rooted and established in the faith and abound in the same. Colossians chapter 2 verse 6. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him. How? Verse 7. Be rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Don't move here and there. Verse 8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. This is what they have been doing in my family. And if I don't do it, I don't know what will happen. And you are born again. Huh? Amen? If it is not in scripture, it's not allowed. It's a sin. Hello? Are you with me tonight? Hard night. We are closing the year. So let's tell ourselves some good truth today. <laughs> some people will not greet me again after this service. Praise God. That's how we always been doing for generations in India, in Nigeria. It's not correct. If it is not in the Bible, it's not correct. And that's the sin that is keeping your generations under. And that's the truth of liberation tonight. In the name of Jesus. We always have to go there and then do the, you know, pastor, it doesn't matter, you know, that's the tradition of our family. What tradition? We. <laughs> Amen? If it is not in scripture, it is a sin. Avoid it. Amen? Ah, Everybody is doing it. It doesn't matter. That's philosophy of men. 
That's their tradition. That's their rudiment. If it is not in scripture, it's not allowed. Amen? Praise the Lord. Everybody is doing it. I told that man, everybody may be doing it minus me. It's my name, everybody. He looked at me and shook his head. <laughs> but, but my name is not everybody. He said, but everybody is doing it. I said, it's my name, everybody. So, how will I now be doing it? Praise the Lord. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 20. By redemption, we are to avoid oppositions of science. Hear me very well. If the science you are holding on to is antagonizing the world, junk it. <laughs> Somebody said, ah, Pastor, what about if I die? Then you go to heaven. <laughs> Hello? Is it not better to go to heaven, believing Christ, than to go to hell? Doing something contrary. Now, hear me very well. Now, I'm not saying you should not go to hospital. I'm not saying you should not take drugs. That's not what I'm saying. Read Bible very well. Hospital, drugs, everything is scriptural. Go and use it. But build faith so that, like pastor, you can spend 30 years without going to hospital bed. Hello? But build faith. But going to the hospital is allowed. Scriptural, perfectly scriptural. Having surgeries, having so that's not what I'm talking about. I am saying anybody that is telling you that science has proven that there is no God, run away from him. <laughs> if your friend doesn't fear God, fear him. Fear him and run away from him. Praise the Lord. Oh, Timothy, verse 20. Keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science, falsely so-called, which some professing have had concerning the faith. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, no, no, you see, I have faith. I won't use drug. Use drug, go. If your faith can't carry it. Let's say, Pastor said we should know you. I didn't say that. Use it. Build faith. When your faith can carry to not use, fine. But until your faith can carry, let them put injection in your buttocks so that it will come to your brain. <laughs> Receive it. <laughs> Receive the injection where? Uh, so that it will come to your brain. Then your brain will go to the Bible. Ah, I can't continue this injection now. Oh God, heal me now. <laughs> you exercise your faith. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Faith is great. But until your faith can carry it, go to the hospital. Doctors are, are raised by God. The wisdom is of God. The breakthroughs in HIV and all that, they are of God. Let's embrace it and use it. Amen? But there is divine health. Amen? And you need to build your faith. That's why the just shall live by his own faith. It is to you. You know, Jesus said to that man, it is to you according to your faith. So it's your faith. And faith is in level. There is little faith. There is great faith. There is exceedingly great faith. It's in the Bible, by the way. Go and find it. 
Uh, so, if your faith is not there, use injection. <laughs> Praise God. Number four. By redemption, we are to live and walk in the Holy Spirit. Because when you do that, you live above the law. Praise the Lord. Please listen to me now. When the Holy Spirit is the one leading you, you live above every law of man. What do I mean? There is no law in town written by men that can catch you. Why? The Holy Spirit knows that law. <laughs> so when he tells you to do something, it is to beat whatever that law has set as a trap for you. It is to keep you above it so that everybody keeps wondering, what are you using? You are using the Holy Spirit. So how is he getting things done and then all of us are struggling? You are, you are using the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Don't go there. No, 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 no. For what? I will go there. Okay. The law of man will catch you there. But don't go there. Oh! He said, I should come here. Whatever they have set as a trap, you escape. This week, every trap they have set for you, you will escape. Yeah. You will escape! Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. This I said then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusted against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you want to do. Verse 18. But if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law, you are above the law. Come on now. Is somebody reading this Bible with me? <laughs> if you be led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Somebody is wondering, I can, Pastor, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've just explained it. That whatever is catching them, what, you know, it's difficult to fulfill the law anyway, according to scripture, because if you break one, you break all. But follow the Holy Spirit, you live above all. So that's why you need to walk according to the dictates of the Spirit. And what is the best way? To know the word of God. Amen. And be led by the word of God. And to know how to identify the spirit of God. How does God lead? So you go to the next discipleship training. Experiencing God class. How does God speak? You learn it there. Because we can't teach it in one service. It's about 13 or 14 courses. So if you have not done it, you are missing. February next class will start. February next year. Go and join. Praise the Lord. Verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, and the rest. <laughs> Verse 21, envies, murders, drunkenness, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now hear me, if you are a believer... And you are still toying around some of these things. You shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Excuse me. 
Praise the Lord. Thank God for grace. Grace doesn't cover this one. Grace can't break scripture. <laughs> Hello? Grace cannot break scripture. Grace can only fulfill it. Are you with me? There is, there is the reason why we stand there. I have read it today. 1 Timothy 4 6, and I've read it 2 Peter 1 12 to 13 and 14 and 15. Is to help us all together see the truth of how to live in this kingdom so that we don't do whatever we like, say whatever we like, go wherever we like, do it anyhow we like, and still expect to enter the kingdom of God. I am covered by grace. We are grace abound. <laughs> uh, so you have been giving grace to lie, to deceive people, to defraud people in church. In church, not outside though. There are people like that. Hello? Are you with me? Uh-huh. So don't think that uh, there are not people like that in church. They are there, so be careful. This is my brother, yes. But open your eyes. In Nigeria, we say shine your eyes. <laughs> it's your brother, yes. He has brought a business proposal. Pray. Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Don't go there. Kalas. Hey, why are you not investing? I'm not investing. Hey, but I need help. I shared at the home set last Friday that our bishop in Nigeria said, we went to pray for somebody. And you know, praying for somebody is good. Bishop Oyedepo. He said, as we were about to enter the house, <laughs> the Holy Spirit said, Go back now. Don't pray for this man. Go now. Back home. Huh? So I told them, everybody that came with me, okay, um, I have just been warned by the Holy Spirit to not pray for this man. But in case you are led by the Holy Spirit to go and pray for him, you can enter the house and pray. But me, I am going back. Now, what they went to do is good. It's correct. But they are led by the Spirit and they are not under the law. So he turned back and went home. And one man heard from the spirit. Maybe it was his own spirit or the evil spirit or the Holy Spirit. You will soon know now. So he entered the place and prayed. In 24 hours, he was dead. In 24 hours, he was dead. He went to pray. When the Holy Spirit said, turn back. That's why there are some things you want to do. And the Holy Spirit says, stop there. And you are wondering, but this looks good. No. There is danger and death in the port. Don't go there. Hello? This is hard. Yes, that's what you need to hear. You mean God can say I should not do something even when it is good? Yes. Yes. That's living above the law. Praise the Lord. There have been so many people that <laughs> have wanted our help in one way or the other. And the Holy Spirit said, stop there. Don't do it. I stop. Whatever is in my hand is given to me by God, not by man. If God is saying, don't go there, I don't go there. What you feel about it is immaterial. If God is saying, don't say it, I don't say it. How you feel about it is immaterial. It's me and God. Because when I stand before him in heaven, you will not be there. Will you be there? Will you be there when they are judging me? No, I won't be there when they are judging you. It's a personal race. 
Praise the Lord. God, we have mercy on me. Because this is what I'm saying tonight. <laughs> it's like, is this pastor? Yes, it's me. It's still me. Praise the Lord. And they, verse 23, verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love and all that. Verse 23, verse 24. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And the Spirit can resist you. You know, Paul was going to pray somewhere and to preach. And the Holy Ghost resisted him. But he went anyway. And then he paid for it. It's okay. Praise the Lord. Yeah, you are free to go. But walk in the Spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For they that are walking in the Spirit are not under the law. Praise the Lord. Is somebody blessed here tonight? I think I need to, to close. Number five. <laughs> By redemption, we are to have and to live with a far above mentality. Superiority complex over the forces of darkness. Not pride and looking down on your fellow being. That's not what I'm saying. Far above mentality means the devil is walking something somewhere and then you are shaking. <laughs> By redemption, you have to understand that you have been placed far above. Far above it. So in case anything like that wants to appear around you, you smile and rejoice and celebrate. Why? You are in Christ. And he that is from above is above all. That's why we sing it. Above all. You are above all. Let's be on our feet. I don't know if you have been blessed tonight, but I want you to ask for grace. Lord, 2017 is here. I need grace. <laughs> I have had some hard things tonight. I need grace, first of all, to assimilate it and to run with it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you praying? Lord, give me the grace to assimilate it and to run with it. You need a far above mentality. You need a far above mentality. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1. Let's read this scripture. Pick up your Bibles. Let's read this scripture before you come out. I know some people need a touch, but let's read, read, read some scriptures here. Ephesians chapter 1 verse... 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and that the riches of the glory of his intense hands is the saints. Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what we believe according to the working of his mighty power. Verse 20. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right, own right hand in the heavenly places. Verse 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. So Christ is seated far above. Amen? And we are seated in Christ. So if Christ is seated far above and we are seated in Christ, then we are also seated far above. And if you are seated far above, carry that mentality. Carry that mentality. 
That's why there is nothing that you tell me now contrary to the scripture. The first reaction, if you know me very well, is I will first of all smile. (laughs) Pastor, I will smile first. You know the meaning of the smile? But greater is she that is in me than this devil that is trying to play around here. Praise the Lord. But I am seated in Christ Jesus far above this. That's the reason for the smile. Then we pray. And that's why God will answer. That is a life of faith. Lord, grace to live with this mentality of the reality of your victory. Give it to me tonight. Are you praying? I receive that grace tonight. The grace to live with the reality of what you have done for me. That far above mentality that walks over every challenge as if they have never existed. I receive it tonight in Jesus' precious name. Amen. You are here in this service. You are not born again. All this one that we are saying is not for you. All eyes closed. All heads bowed. You are in this service. You are not born again. Enough of games. The year is closing. We are about to enter a new year. Please. I want to see your hands up. Let's pray together. You are in this service. You are not born again. It is time to stop playing games. And stop playing church. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Five minutes we have. You want hands to be laid on you. I don't think uh, there should be anybody leading that one after this kind of knowledge has come. But why not? Just like you have to go to the hospital if your faith can't carry it. (laughs) You want hands and people, men of God to agree with you. Please, let's come out. And we agree. And God we answer. I say God we answer. God must answer tonight. In the name of Jesus. So let's come out. If you want hands to be laid on you. Quickly, quickly, quickly. We have five minutes to do that in closing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let the pastors come out. You want us to agree with you on something. Let's be here fast, 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 fast. Hallelujah. And as you come, come with your faith. Remember, the just shall live by their faith. The just shall live by their faith. Remember? Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on quickly. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay?
thanks with a grateful heart.
church where you blessed today yes i hear a spattering of yes okay let's put it like this maybe we have a communication problem so let's put it like this those of you who were blessed this afternoon raise a clap offering to the lord God. As I was uh, sitting at the back when pastor was uh, bringing the word across to us, I could see that some of you had your hands like this. You know, it was as if pastor was slapping you. Okay. And some of you were rubbing your eyes. Is this the same person, Pastor Sean, that I hear week after week? But the fact of the matter is, as pastor said, you speak the truth from here. and what he said is something that needs to touch us second timothy chapter 3 verse 1 but know this that in the last days perilous times will come verse 5 having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away and then it goes on to end in verse 16 and 17 all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god that's every one of us that the man of god may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work we have heard those areas of correction where we need correction We have heard those areas of discipline where we need disciplining. And in just a few days we are going to step into 2017. Let's not carry the baggage of indiscipline into 2017. Let's not carry our baggage of disobedience into 2017. Let's not carry our baggage of casual attitude into 2017. Let's not carry our baggage of compromise into 2017 you and i are children of the living god we have got to be like the living god we have got to act different let's decree let's make it a point right now that 2017 is going to see a changed every one of us that 2017 we are going to be people God is going to look at and say these are my people. That is my daughter. That is my son in whom I am well pleased. Church let's thank God. Just thank God for 2016. We have been blessed. We have been blessed. Just thank God for 2016. Let's just take a moment to say Thank you Father for every day of 2016. All the blessings that we have had, name it if you wish. Tell God thank you. Don't take it for granted that anything that you have is of your own. Because nothing that we have is of our own. It's God who's given it to us. 
It's God who's blessed us more than what we ever need. Thank God for 2016. Thank God that today you and I can walk and talk. That we can walk into this sanctuary to praise God. Just praise Him. Just say, thank you, Lord. Be in awe of that wonderful Father we have. Don't put Him on a pedestal. Talk to Him. He loves to talk to you. He loves to talk to me. Let's just talk. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for every day of 2016, Lord Father. For every blessing that you have poured out upon my life and into that of my family, Lord Father. I just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you. You have been beautiful unto me, Lord Father. We give glory unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's pray for 2017. You have heard the word that was brought to you. Righteousness. Faith. Talk to God. Focus on God. Just say, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Faith. I'm going to walk by faith. My life is going to be one of faith. 2017 is going to be faith. It's all about faith. Talk to God. Tell him you're not going to do any of those compromises that you are expected to do in the office. Be different. Stand for truth. Stand for integrity. Stand for honesty. Stand for righteousness. You're not going to fall down. Stand for what is right. Trust God. Just come in 2017. Tell God, 2017 must be a year like never before. You have never experienced a year like what 2017 is going to be. It's going to be beautiful. Tell God that and thank Him for that. Father God, we thank you for 2017, Lord Father. Even as we wait a few more days to step into 2017, Lord Father. Father God, we look forward to every day of 2017, Lord Father. Father God, we look forward to walking every day with our hands in your hands, Lord Father. We don't want to walk by ourselves, Lord Father, but we want to focus on you, Lord, trusting you for every moment, Lord Father, of our lives. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father God, thank you for this beautiful time that you've given us, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord Father, for ministering unto us and disciplining us, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord Father, for speaking to our inner persons, Lord Father. That we will know what is it that you want us to do, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord Father, for revealing to us truths, Lord Father. Even at this last few days of 2016. That we will adjust our lives, we will modify, we will change our lives for 2017. And trust in you completely, Lord Father. Be men and women of righteousness, Lord Father. Not compromising, not going the way of the world, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, for speaking unto us. Thank you, Father, for every testimony that was voiced this, this evening, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord, for us to continue to know, Lord Father, that you are still at work. You have never ceased working, Lord Father. Thank you, Father. We thank you for the unvoiced testimonies also, Lord Father. And we pray, Lord, that you will give boldness to every one of us. That the next time there is an opportunity to testify, we shall stand and testify, Lord Father. We thank you for our pastor who you used this evening, Lord Father. 
to bring across your word unto us. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to pour out your anointing, more of your anointing upon him, that he will bring us truths, great truths from your word, Lord Father. Be with him and his family, bless them mightily, Lord Father. We thank you, Father God. We give all glory to you. Thank you, Father, for every one of us gathered here, Lord Father. Father God, let us not have come just because it is a monthly ritual, Lord Father. But help us, Lord Father, that every time we come, we come with an attitude to receive from you, Lord Father. To hear your voice. To listen to your word, Lord Father. We give glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall live forever and ever. Amen. Church, be blessed as we move out. God bless you all.